Nurse.com is proud to be a sponsor of the Ask Nurse Alice podcast. As the premier destination for nursing knowledge and resources, Nurse.com supports your passion for healthcare with an unrivaled collection of tools, articles, and courses tailored for the nursing community. Get your daily dose of things you need to know for your nursing journey. Discover the world of nursing like never before with Nurse.com. Empower your practice, advance your career, and enrich your knowledge. Nurse.com. It's your nurse life all in one place. You're listening to Ask Nurse Alice, presented by Nurse.org, where Alice Benjamin combines no-nonsense advice with thought-provoking interviews. Hello and welcome to the Ask Nurse Alice podcast, the show where we talk about anything and everything nursing and healthcare related. I'm your host, Alice Benjamin, clinical nurse specialist, family nurse practitioner, and chief nursing officer at Nurse.org. And on today's show, I wanted to talk about the 16-year-old uh, nursing school graduate from Arizona State University, apparently the first ever in history to graduate that young. Now, I want to preface this by saying I actually shared this story on my Instagram reels and boy, it got people talking. It really, really did. I didn't realize how kind of divided, not that we're divided, kind of, sort of, not really, but people were on the idea of someone so young graduating from nursing school and being um, honored in that sense, right? Because we love people who are academic, smart. Listen, I'm all about graduating from high school early, entering into uh, college and all those things. I mean, it's really uh, a lot should be said and individuals should be congratulated. I mean, academically, like they are off the charts, super smart. I love it. I love it, love it, love it, love it. I'm all about AP classes and all that kind of stuff. However, I don't know if it was because of the profession in which the degree is related to that maybe caused some of the controversy because we've heard a lot about teenagers graduating from college early and going on to have all of these wonderful and amazing jobs. But the 16 year old in this story, who, by the way, her name is Eliana uh, Tenenbaum, 16-year-old, recently graduated from Arizona State University in their accelerated nursing program as the youngest nursing student ever to graduate from their program. Um, In fact, she earned her BSN before she even got her driver's license. She actually entered into the program when she was 15. Side note, some of y'all who are saying it's too hard to get into nursing school, if she can do it, you can do it. I'm just going to say that. But anyways, I, um, I talked about this story because first I wanted it to be very clear because when it went to mainstream media, it's like, you know, youngest nurse ever, 16 years old. Now, let's be clear. She graduated nursing school. That does not make her a nurse. We understand that in order to become nurse is a protected title. It's a licensed professional. So you must meet certain criteria like graduating from an accredited school, meeting certain requirements, have a background check, pay your fee, you know, apply to a state and pass the NCLEX exam and meet all of this criteria before you can actually call yourself a nurse. I actually kind of have some beef with that because when people graduate from school, I know you're excited and you want to call yourself a nurse, um, but you can't call yourself a nurse until you actually pass your exam. Same goes for APNs. I know a whole bunch of people that finish their programs. I'm just going to say program, but keep it general um, and say, you know, already nurse practitioners already on your IG profile. Baby, you just graduated yesterday. 
degree hasn't even posted. You're calling yourself an MP. It's a protected title. You must pass certain criteria. So I'm just saying that all that applies. So we can't call her a nurse yet because she's not met the full criteria. But she has graduated nursing school, which that alone is a big thing because, listen, I struggle with mouth cal- uh, drug calculations. These, these te- nursing exams are not easy. Um, understanding uh, all of the content, the theory, being able to demonstrate and meet the requirements of all the papers, uh, clinical hours, preceptorship, and all that. There's a lot that goes into nursing school. It's hard. It's hard. And for someone so young to do it, kudos, hats off to her. Super smart. So here's where the it gets a little touchy for some people. Nurses, we are definitely the largest segment of healthcare workforce. We need a lot of help. We need as many nurses as we can to provide for all of the people that are out there, right? We know this is a hard job. We're working short staff. We need more people. However, someone like Eliana, who is 16, she finished her nursing degree. However, she's not eligible to take the NCLEX exam and become a licensed nurse until she's of age 18 as a registered nurse. That's what it is in most states. So there's going to be like a two-year window in which she has this nursing knowledge, but isn't able to apply it. So what is Ileana going to do during those two years? Now, I get it. She can go do other jobs. She can work as a CNA. She can work in the healthcare field. She can work in the healthcare field, but she can't work as a registered nurse. Now, here's the thing. Ileana has said that she wants to go and get her doctorate. Is she really going to be able to go proceed and get her doctorate if she doesn't yet have her RN? I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, that's not what this, that's not what this podcast was going to be about because, you know, some people want to go for the doctorate. Some don't. Some believe it's worth it. Some believe it's not. Some people think it's our duty to do it as a nurse. Like, listen, to each his own. But I'm not going to talk about doctorate school. I'm talking about what is Ileana going to be doing these two years in which she's finished her BSN, but is not yet eligible to take the NCLEX. Is she going to retain her knowledge? How is she going to maintain it? What is she going to do, right? Also back up a little bit and say her father is a physician. So she grew up basically being a little helper in his office, right? That's his kid. So she's coming to the office. She's helping. Now, I read somewhere it's like she was able to give injections at the age of four. I don't know who she's injecting at the age of four. Like somebody was doing something they weren't supposed to be doing. Clear. Um, but anyway, she had a lot of exposure to it. Um, I'm sure her dad imparted lots of knowledge. She had to see things. Probably a lot of HIPAA was violated as he, he was teaching his daughter stuff. I, who cares? I don't know. I mean, I care, but I don't care. I'm just giving some background here. And then her mother is PhD prepared in statistics and things like that. So she comes from a little brainiac family. She really does. And I'm all for it. But now let's get to what are the barriers of someone that young becoming a registered nurse and now then being responsible for the lives of other people. I don't know how many of y'all are parents out there, but I'm a parent. I got a 16 year old. He has no business taking care of somebody else. I know that. So not saying that how she conducts herself is exactly how my 16 year old conducts himself, but I'm just saying there are some things that we need to consider because for all intents and purposes, he's a minor, she's a child. If we really want to be honest, can't even go to rated R movies without parental guidance or permission. She is not able to access, use, or control control substances. 
she really can't even make any medical decisions for herself without parental input. You know, there's something like she's she's a kid. Let's just be honest. I mean, I know 16 year olds might be some people might say, oh, you're calling her a kid. She's a, a, a teenager. OK, little adolescent, whatever, whatever word you'd like to use. She's not an adult. At what point do we say, you know what? You finish nursing school. Go ahead. Get your license and go take care of people. At what point do we say that's okay? And at what point are we like, you're still an adolescent. You're not an adult. Certain decisions and things you cannot do yet for yourself. So how can we give you the license to now then do these for other people? There's a lot that comes with being a nurse, guys. It's not just pass the NCLEX. Now I can do this. You're licensed to take care of people, but there's a lot more. And I think things have been set in place to say like, most nurses who take care of people are adults. Adults for a reason. Although not all adults have common sense, you would hope and believe thought that by the age of adulthood that someone is fully physically and mentally developed in a way, emotionally developed and emotionally intelligent and able to exercise the thought process, critical thinking, judgment skills, and all of those things to properly take care of a person. Because it's not just the tasks, but we have to think about critical thinking. Okay, so that's really where I'm wanting to take this to the critical thinking part of it. I know she's I know she's smart. I know she's smart, but there are some things that you just don't learn in a textbook. You just don't learn in a classroom setting. These are lifelong experiences. And when it comes to adolescents developing um, their personalities, you know, if we look at the Erickson stages of development, she's not fully there yet. She's just not. I'm not I'm not being mean. It's not that I don't want her to become a nurse. I actually would love for her to become a nurse. And, you know, she's well on her way. She finished nursing school. But I'm just saying there are some barriers, uh, some things that we just need to consider. Um, because once you open the floodgates, if she gets to become a nurse at 16, everybody gets to become a nurse at 16. You don't just get to cherry pick, which the case may be. And I would hope that there's no characteristics of her that are making, that are influencing people's decisions. I'm just saying, I'm just putting it out there. Has she maybe looked a little different if we'd be having the same conversation, but I'm not going to go there right now. Let's talk about what if any barriers exist for a 16-year-old to become a nurse. So, well, we know that Ileana has surpassed the education requirement. Obviously, she graduated from high school early. She did an accelerated program. She entered the nursing program at 15, graduated 16. Obviously, very intelligent, very smart, and did all her assignments, met all the criteria that she's earned, and she does deserve those kudos. But licensing, she hasn't quite met the age requirement. In most places, you have to be 18 years old to apply for RN license. So this means that she would have to wait for two years. So what is she going to do in those two years and how is she going to retain her knowledge? And then a lot changes in healthcare. How is she going to stay current with those things so that she remains successful? And not only just passes the NCLEX, because the NCLEX is just an exam, but is also retains enough knowledge to be able to adequately and safely take care of patients at the bedside. Clinical requirements. She's obviously completed her clinical requirements in the program. Now it's an accelerator program, so I don't know how much of those hours were actually clinical setting with actual patients or if how much of it was simulation. Because we also know that although simulation has been very helpful in meeting the needs of our learners, we know that there's nothing like learning from an actual patient in an actual clinical setting, not just the actual disease process in skill set that we're going to see interacting from a live patient to with the nurse, but also um, the dynamics, the the push and pull that happens in the healthcare environment. 
managing patients, their families, difficult conversations. Like there's a lot more to that learning experience that I believe patients that we learn from our, from our clinical experience. Um, it's just the exposure to the profession and the field in which you're entering, right? I think that's very, very important. Now let's talk about work hour restrictions. She's 16. Now I'm not necessarily an expert in this field and it probably varies from state to state, but usually 16 year olds need a work permit. And it's not just because they're in school, but because they are minors and there are labor laws to make sure that we are not abusing young workers. So, you know, labor laws, depending on your location, there may be some regulations that limit the number of hours or the type of work that she can engage in because she's in a minor. So these laws could affect her ability to work in healthcare settings. So if she's working 12 hour shifts, really it's 12 and a half, right? If you include the lunch. And then what happens if she don't finish her charting? She stays over. Can they make her stay over? She's a minor. Like, will they need parental permission? Like, how is that working? And then if something does happen at work, is she counseled herself or do her parents need to be present? How would we be able to be sure that she could function as a nurse? And, you know, she'd have to be treated like an adult. So there's some difficult conversations that will have to occur. And we can't just be like, oh, she's an adolescent. We can't talk to her like that. Or how do we shield her from things that we often protect children from? So we have people that come in for sexual abuse, violence, and other things like that, death and dying. And, you know, these are things that typically as an adult, maybe we're, we're in a situation where maybe we have, we're supposed to, right? Have the mental and emotional capacity to be able to handle these things, be able to communicate in a way in which, you know, some heavy, heavy things. Can we expect a 16-year-old to be able to manage that? Is a 16-year-old going to be able to manage death the way we would? People go into cardiac arrest and I'm expected to jump into CPR and help save a dying life. Is that okay to expose a 16-year-old to something as traumatic as that? Is that going to affect her developmentally, emotionally? It affects us as an adult. So what more a kid? Sorry, adolescents. Um, and then, like I said, the, the coaching and counseling process. How does that happen with a minor? When my son gets in trouble at school, which he does, the principal calls me. I got to be there for this coaching and counseling. And then the principal got to tell me stuff about my son to make sure that I make sure he does what he needs to do. How's that going to happen if Ileana, if she's allowed, if we're allowed to practice at 16, if she missed something, didn't do something, is the manager going to just counsel her or does her parents need to come in, be a part of it? Um, She's a minor. Also, financial challenges. So, you know what? I don't know how she paid for school. I'm going to be quite candid. I know I got student loans. Did she have student loans or did her dad pay for it? Did her parents pay for it? Maybe that doesn't matter. Maybe that's not so much a barrier for her. But let's just say she did get student loans to go to school. Are they making her pay student loans if she's not yet able to work in the profession in which to pay them back? That's interesting. Listen, we're all about to get hit with this resumption of student loans. Does Ileana have them? Like, I don't know. I'm just I don't know, but that would be interesting. That would suck to go to school, get a student loan to go to school and then not be able to work to pay the student loan because, hey, they're not allowing me to because of my age. I don't know. Who knows? I'm just throwing that out there for a point of consideration because we're not, although we're talking about her, this is something that could very well be applicable to other people. Should we open the floodgates and say, yes, 16 year olds should be allowed to become nurses. But let's get here. The emotional 
and mental preparedness. Yes, y'all. Nursing can be emotionally and mentally demanding. Um, and considering whether you're emotionally prepared to handle the stresses and responsibilities that come with patient care. So some of that stuff comes with age and experience. I'm not saying that everybody, just because you're of age, adult, whether you're 18 or 21, that you're able to do all these things. Because we know some people, not, not everybody's there, right? Common sense is always common. But what are we going to do or how do we assess that a minor has met the emotional or mental readiness to take on such a stressful job. Like, could you imagine Ileana being there during COVID with a bunch of dying patients and being given skills that she had to learn on the fly? Like, are we okay with exposing our minors to something like this? That's all. So like, I'm not discriminating. Because listen, we had, we had some good conversation on, on Instagram and my good friend, the seated nurse, I love her. She's amazing. Make sure to follow her. We had some great dialogue and she brought up some great points, but um, about how we shouldn't discriminate or stereotype people who can and cannot do a certain job. Now I understand exactly where she's coming from, but I was actually framing this as for, as more of a minor um, because she's all, because minors are a protected population. They are. And that's why they need parental permission, parental consent. You just can't go up in anybody's kid's face and say whatever. Da, 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 da. Oh, no, they're a kid. You're not supposed to. And so I posed the question on Instagram, like, should we allow 16-year-olds to become nurses and take care of people? I personally would prefer not to have a 16-year-old take care of me just because, listen, I know where my 16-year-old is. And I know what I was thinking at 16 years old. And... And I understand things are different, but I grew up in an era where we played outside. I just want to play. I want to have fun. I want to live my life. I want to experience things. I don't necessarily want the responsibility, let alone just having a job, but having a job that is so demanding and having a job that, and listen, we know it's not just physically demanding. It's mentally demanding. It's emotionally demanding. Can we really expect for a 16-year-old to be able to take on those on the on that? What happens when you get a whole bunch of 16-year-olds applying? What if you're... Now, don't be mad. I love y'all, and I've been there. We like to have a skill mix on the unit. Seasoned novice nurses. To balance things out. To balance things out, right? Knowledge, experience, use of technology. We got to balance it out. We usually put the newer nurses on the night shift. What happens if we have newer nurses and 16-year-old nurses? First off, are the 16-year-olds going to be allowed to work night shift like that? And then what happens if your unit gets flooded by 16-year-old nurses? I'm not saying that 16-year-olds are catty, cry a lot, or anything, or emotional. I'm not saying that, but I know a couple that are. How are you going to imagine the behavioral and emotional and legal, legal things that come with incorporating younger people on the team in the hospital setting? It's just something, and I'm not saying, look, I could be wrong. This may work out beautifully, but I just need somebody to walk me through it. Just walk me through it. Just help me under, understand what's going to be the, the structure, the process to make sure we get the outcomes we want. I just want to know because it's just new. It, and with anything that's new, there can be some reservation, but reservations likely so just to protect the safety and the integrity of the profession. That's all. I'm not saying I don't want young people to take care of nurses. I was innately showing the characteristics of a nurse before I became a nurse. And this very well could be her. Absolutely. But I don't know her. So it's all cool. Makes news. Youngest nursing school graduate at your school. That's great. But how does that translate into performance outside 
of the classroom. That's all. Because that's really what it's about. Really what it's about. Nobody's asking you, how young were you when you graduated? How are they? What's happening at the bedside? How they say, uh, I could show you better than I can tell you. I, I need to see it. I need to see it. So if I would love for, you know, we spin off another conversation, but let's talk about this. What does it look like for us to incorporate adolescence into the healthcare workforce? Because I'm going to tell you this. We have some adults that are having a hard time. So what more if we incorporate someone who's younger, who doesn't have the life experience, perhaps may not be emotionally or mentally developed, maybe still even going through some growing pains themselves because as you're six, women are 16 are still growing. I mean, we're also growing. Some of us are growing outwardly instead of upwardly, but still, you know what I'm saying? We're all, you know, there's lots of changes, lots of changes happening. And I'm not saying it can't happen, but I am going to say that I am going to be one of those who are very reserved about doing so because there's a lot that has to change, guys. We can't just say, ooh, she graduated 16. She should become a nurse. Yeah, she should. She deserved it. She went to school. She got good grades. It's more than that. It's more than that. And I think that's something that stunts the growth of the nursing profession. Guys, we got to get, we, we got to think like leaders. We have to think about not just us and our nursing circle, but we got to think about how nursing impacts and spirals other professions and other leaders and other disciplines and legislation. We do. Because I'm just going to ask this question. For everybody that said, oh, yes, she should she should practice as a nurse. How many of y'all have lobbied for legislation to change the age of workers? Have you? Because you might have to if you want her to become a nurse at 16. I'm just saying. Shade, no shade. But to whom much is given, much is required. So just as much as we are wanting things as nurses, and this goes for a whole bunch. Now, now I'm on a soapbox. Nurses complain about a lot of stuff. I know because I've done it. I've done it. I've done it myself. That's how I know. But at some point, you realize that you can't complain about something unless you about a problem unless you want to provide solutions. You do. You have to provide solutions because no one's coming to save you. We have to save ourselves. So if we're going to save ourselves, we have to clearly identify what it is we want to happen in order for us to get there. So if we know if we know the outcome we want, we need to reverse engineer and say, well, this needs to happen. That needs to happen. This needs to happen. This needs to happen for us to get here. And then once we do that, we got to identify the people who are going to help us do this, do that, do this, do that, so we can get here. Instead of just complaining in some staff meeting and some unit practice council about, we should have this and we should have that and we should, because it sounds like we're entitled and don't want to do the work. I'm just saying. So back to Ileana, 16-year-old, youngest nursing school graduate, ASU. Kudos to her for her academic achievements. I love it. I love it. I love it. I would like to make sure that as much as we are encouraging people to enter into nursing school, that we provide them the support systems to make sure that they are not only successful with passing through school, but they can become successful and safe practitioners. So I'd like to see what are we going to do as a profession to help make sure that Ileana maintains her skills and knowledge set until she's able to apply for her NCLEX to become a registered nurse. And then two, for those of you who believe that she should be allowed to practice as a nurse, when because she's graduated from nursing school, what are the practices and policies and things that need to put in place in order to make that happen? And let's talk about um, not just making that happen, but let's look at bigger pictures and think about what are all the potential things that could happen once we do this? How is this going to spiral? How is this going to impact other professions? How is this, you know, is this going to also impact 
people of other disciplines? Like, is the healthcare setting pretty soon going to be run by CEOs who are 16 and 17 who graduated from Harvard with business degrees and business, you know, business law and stuff like that? Like, let's talk about it. Because once we, we can't just say, oh, her by herself, we have to think of nursing and the healthcare profession and how this is vastly going to change. And do we want 16 year olds then becoming directors and managers and chief nursing officers and things like that? Hmm, you didn't think about that, did you? You thought, oh, well, she could just come in, but she's just going to be a, a worker bee. Why? Who wants, whoever wants to come into a profession at entry level and stay there? Just as studious and academic as she was to get to where she is to finish school by 16? You don't think someone's going to come in like, oh, I'm 16. I'm about to become chief nursing officer and work their way up and try to do that. We have to think about those things. So we started this off with a 16-year-old graduated nursing school, but let's think about it. Let's take a bigger picture. What's going to happen when we allow 16-year-olds to actually become licensed registered nurses? They enter into the profession. How is this going to impact the workflow, the dynamics, the politics of the organization? How is it going to impact legislation with can they work night shift? Can we counsel them? Can we not counsel them? Like, does a parent need to be around? How are they handling controlled substances? Are, are they not allowed? Like, do they got to get the charge nurse to help them give a Vicodin? Like, how's that going to happen? Because she can't even drink. She can't even smoke a cigarette. How are we going to then allow her to give fentanyl and, you know, oxycodone and stuff to a patient with a broke hip? Okay. And then labor laws. Got to talk about labor laws and just the whole patient outcome. What's going to happen with the patient? Is the quality of the healthcare going to go up? Is it going to go down? Is it going to be different? Or should people who finish nursing school at this early age be allowed to work in certain specialties and not others? Let's talk about it. I'd love to hear what you think. Send me your comments and your feedback. I'd love to hear it. Nurse Alice at nurse.org. Let's start this conversation. And guys, I think this is an interesting conversation. So let's talk about it more. Share this podcast with your friends, your classmates, your colleagues, your director. Like, let's really dig into this and see what does this look like. And if you like today's topic, um, I would love if you leave a, a five-star rating on your favorite podcast platform, leave your comments. This helps grow the podcast, get it to more people. Um, and also lets me know how I'm doing. I really want to do better. I really want to do better. And then also shout out to nurse.org for hosting the podcast. Make sure to check out their website at nurse.org. I'm your host, Nurse Alice. You can follow me on all social media at Ask Nurse Alice. And guys, until next time, please, please, please make good choices, be kind to one another, and live well, my friends. Thanks for listening to Ask Nurse Alice. Visit nurse.org for nursing career, education, and community resources.